As we are coming to the end of season one, we are going to show you how happy we were that you listened to our show. Starting next week, we are going to be doing a fun, silly, and most importantly, embarrassing episode every day starting March 15th. We hope you tune in to know we are happy you are listening and helping our show continually grow. Now, on with the show. Hi everybody, this is Chloe from Chloe and Ava Stories. Is there a book you'd like to hear on the podcast or would you just like a shout out? Well, you can do that. There's a quick and easy way to send us an anchor voice recording. In the description, there is a link, and all you have to do is click on it and hit the Start Recording button. It's easy to do, and we would love to hear from you. Please subscribe, give us a few stars, give us a helpful review, or just tell your friends and family about our show. We'd really appreciate it, so if you like our show, doing any of these things may help us grow. Now, on with the show. What's up, everybody? It's Chloe Lockwood, one of your hosts from Chloe and Ava Stories, and today is part four of Diary of an Awesome Friendly Kid, Rolly Jefferson's Journal by Jeff Kinney. So, today we are starting on page 166, chapter The Time Me and Greg Had a Two-Night Sleepover. And again, I would recommend having this book with you so you can see the pictures, and even if you'd like reading along, let's get started. The time me and Greg had a two-night sleepover. Okay, you already know this from the title of the chapter, but this one time, me and Greg had a two-night sleepover. And I bet you think we had a total blast. And you want to read all the wacky stuff we did, but guess what? It was not that fun at all. The reason the sleepover happened was because my Nana got sick and me and my parents were going to go visit her. But then Mrs. Heffley said, Why don't you two go and we'll watch Rolly for the weekend? When my mom said okay to that idea, me and my Greg were hyped because we never had a two-night sleepover before. But I guess we should have waited until later to celebrate because of the whole Nana thing. On Friday, my mom packed me my bag for the weekend and she put in an extra pair of underwear just in case. Plus, she packed a picture of her and my dad so I could look at it if I missed them too much while they were gone. Like I said before, the sleepover wasn't a lot of fun, but it started off pretty good. We played video games in Greg's basement and ate snacks. Then we prank called Scotty Douglas and he blew the whistle. He keeps right by his phone for when we do that. Excuse me, sir, your refrigerator is running, so maybe you should go catch it. Tweet! But then Mrs. Douglas called Mrs. Hefley to tell tell on us for prank calling Scotty. Then Mrs. Heffley told us we were bullying, and that made me feel ashamed. At 9 o'clock, Mrs. Heffley said it was time for bed, and she went back upstairs. I was pretty tired, but Greg said he had an idea. There's this kid on our street named Joseph O'Rourke who has a trampoline but never lets anyone use it. Greg says we should sneak out and jump on the trampoline while Joe was asleep. Well, I wasn't so crazy about the sneaking out idea, but Greg said if I was going to be a baby... I should go up in Manny's room to sleep in there. I said I wasn't a baby, and then he said, Yeah-huh, and I said, Nuh-uh. He said, Yeah-huh, times infinity. But when I was ready for that, and I said, Nuh-huh, times infinity squared. And I thought Greg beat, and I thought Greg had beat with that one. But I thought I had Greg beat with that one, but he got me anyway when he said, Yeah-huh, times infinity squared plus one. Dang. So we snuck out the back door and I followed Greg up to Joe's. It was really cold outside and I had... And all I had on were my jammies, but I wasn't going to complain because Greg might call me a baby again. 
Sure enough, the lights on at the Orworks were off, so this was our big chance to use Joe's trampoline. But Greg said we couldn't make any noise, and he climbed up and did a bunch of big jumps, but it was real quiet. Then it was my turn. This was my first time on a trampoline, and I guess it was really fun. And I guess that's why I forgot we were being sneaky. The lights came on out inside in the Orworks house, and their dog started barking, and Greg took off without me. I wanted to run, too, but it's not so easy to stop when you're bouncing on the trampoline. Gah! Bark, bark, bark! Once I finally stopped, I ran back to the Heffley's house and went around to the back basement door. But I guess Greg wanted to teach me a lesson for making too much noise at the R works because he wouldn't let me in. I tried to show Greg I was freezing, but I don't think he really got what I was trying to tell him. I thought it was going to make me stay out there all night, so I ran around to see if the front door was unlocked. But it wasn't, and it kind of freaked me out a little the good news is someone came to the door pretty quick, but the bad news that is that it was Mr. Heffley. Mr. Heffley told us to get our stuff from the basement because we were going to have to stay in Greg's room so he could keep an eye on us. Then Mrs. Heffley came into Greg's room and said she was disappointed for sneaking out, and that made me feel ashamed all over again. But I think Greg gets in trouble a lot because he didn't seem that ashamed. As soon as Mrs. Heffley went to the bed... Greg said I was dumb for making all that noise at our works and extra dumb for ringing the doorbell. I said I was sorry for saying we on the trampoline, but the doorbell thing was his fault. Then Greg, Greg whapped me with his pillow, and I whapped him back, but I guess he made too much noise. That's why I had to see Mr. Heffley in his underwear for the second time that night. Mr. Heffley told Greg he had to sleep in Manny's room, and all I could think was, Who's the baby now? The next day, Mrs. Heffley woke me up and said breakfast was ready downstairs. Greg was in the bathroom brushing his teeth, and he said he hoped I brought my own toothpaste because I I wanted to use his. I was going to have to pay for it since it was his house. I told him I did have my own toothpaste, and then he said I was going to have to pay for the water I used to brush my teeth. I said I wasn't going to pay for the water because I was the guest, and guests are supposed to be treated special. He said I, if I wasn't going to pay what I owed, I couldn't eat breakfast or any other meals either. And I was like, yeah, right. And he shut off. And, he, and then he said I was using his electricity and he shut off the lights on me. When I got downstairs, I told Mrs. Heffley all the stuff Greg said upstairs. And she said I was right about guests being special. Then she let me pick which pancakes I wanted before Greg got to pick. After breakfast, Mrs. Heffley said we had too much screen time the day before and that we had to figure out something to do until lunch. Greg was in a grumpy mood, so I decided to cheer him up with a knock-knock joke. But he wouldn't do the who's there part no matter how many times I tried. I told Greg I was going to go upstairs and tell his mom um, he wasn't saying who's there, and then he find- that finally made him do it. Who's there? I said, what do elephants do at night? But Greg said, you're not supposed to ask a question in that part of a knock-knock joke. And I said, yes, you are. Then he said, I was dumb. And I said, I was going to tell him on him for that. And Greg said, go right ahead. And so I did. So Mrs. Heffley came up and told Greg he wasn't allowed to call me dumb or stupid or any other bad names either. But then when she left, Greg said he had a new nickname for me. At first I thought it sounded cool, but then I figured out what it meant. I told on Gre- 
I told Greg I was going to tell on him again, but then Greg said it was opposite day, and and everything meant the opposite of what it was supposed to. You are smart. Well, I knew what he meant, so I went and told Mrs. Heffley. But at first she didn't get mad because she didn't know what opposite. it was opposite day. I explained to Mr. Heffley, and she made Greg apologize. But I think he might have been opposite, been being opposite. I'm sorry. Mrs. Heffley told us that sometimes friends get on each other's nerves, but we need to figure things out since we had a whole day to go on our sleepover. She said maybe we should spend some time apart, and I thought that sounded like a great idea. So I hung out with Manny in his room for a while. Even though I was having fun with Manny, I missed my mom and dad, and I looked at their picture whenever I got the chance. The next time I saw Greg was when we had lunch. Mrs. Heffley made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and she even remembered to cut the crusts off mine. When we finished our sandwiches, she gave us chocolate chip cookies for dessert. She gave Greg one, but she gave me two because I was the guest, and guests are special. I ate one of my cookies, but I made a shield around the other with my arm so Greg couldn't get it. Sometimes, if I have something Greg wants, he'll lick it so I won't want it anymore. That's what he did last Halloween when I got more candy than he did. But Greg said he was full and he didn't even want my cookie. He said while I was playing with Manny, he was reading a book about magic and he wanted to show me a trick. I I really like magic, so I said okay. First, Greg told me to put my fingers on the edge of the table so they were close together like this. Then Greg took my glass of milk and put it on top of my fingers. I asked him when the magic part was going to happen. He said it was already happening because I couldn't move. Well, he was right because if I did, the glass of milk would tip over and spill. And Mrs. Heffley gets mad when I spill stuff in his house. But then Greg said, here's the real magic part. And he took my cookie and ate it up. Then after that, Greg went upstairs, but I was still stuck at the kitchen table. And I was still there a half an hour when Mrs. Heffley came back in the kitchen. I told her what Greg did, and boy, she was mad because it wasn't because of the magic trick. She was mad that Greg took something that belonged to me without asking. When Mrs. Heffley, we went up to Greg's room, and then Mrs. Heffley told me I could pick out one of Greg's things to take home with me so we'd be even. Well, Greg had a bunch of cool toys that he'd never let me play with, so I got, it was really hard to pick. But every time I got close to one of his favorites, he kind of let me know I shouldn't pick that one. Mm. I picked an action figure that was a knight with a missing arm, and Greg seemed okay with that. But as soon as Mrs. Heffley left the room, Greg said I could play with the with my lame action figure because he was going to play with all his cool stuff by himself. It kind of bugged me, and I wanted to bug him Greg back, so I pretended I was having a total blast with my toy. Cha-la-la-la-la, I'm having so much fun. Cha-la-la-la-la-la-la. Well, it worked, and Greg said I had to hand over his toy. I said, no way, and he said he was just going to wait for me to fall asleep, and he'd take it back himself. I told him I was going to put the action figure down in my underwear so he couldn't get it, and he didn't like that idea. Then Greg said he'd trade me for the action figure, and I asked him what he'd give me for it. Greg said he'd give me 99 cents for the night, and I said okay to that.
But then Greg took a dirty sock out of his hamper and tried to get me to smell it. And I was like, what's that for? And Greg said it was my first scent. I said I wanted 99 cents, not 99 cents. But Greg said a deal's a deal, and he tried to get me to smell another sock as my second scent. When I told Greg I was going to go tell him again, then he said he'd trade my Lego dragon for the night. And I said yes, because that dragon is way better than a knight with no arm. But then, when I gave Greg my knight, he said he wouldn't give me the dragon because I... Because he said I should have remembered it was opposite day. Well, then that was the last straw for me because I tried to grab the dragon from Greg. But it kind of slipped out of my hands and it hit the floor and broke apart. The next thing, I guess we were making a lot of noise because the next thing we knew, Greg's mom was back in the room. She said she was going to have to separate us for the rest of the night, which was fine with me. Mrs. Heavily said that we had one half of the bedroom. We each had one half the bedroom, and that we had to stay on our own side. So she asked me which side I wanted, and I picked the side with the bed, which made Greg mad. When Mrs. Heffley went back to her room, Greg's Eddie was turning on an invisible force between our two sides, and he said if someone crossed over, they'd get zapped. Greg said that was fine with me having the bed because he could sleep on an air mattress, and plus all the fun stuff was on his side of the room. And that's when I reached over to Greg's side for my action figure, and sure enough, I got zapped. I opened the door to the table next to Greg's bed to see if he had any comics I could read. But there weren't any comics, but one of Greg's old handheld video games was in there. So I played it, and Greg couldn't do anything because of the force field. Greg said I could play video games by myself like a nerd because he was having a wild party on his side. And I wasn't invited. And I got kind of jealous because his party looked pretty fun. La 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 la, yeah, 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 la la la. I said, well, I was having a party on my side, and it was even more wild than his party, and I had really good music. Rick said I couldn't even come up with an original idea, but I think still think he was jealous of my party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo, 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 Then Greg said the plug to my party speakers was on his side of the room, so he pulled out it out to shut off my music. Greg said Greg got back to his party, and I tried to tell him to plug my speakers back in, but Greg couldn't hear me because the music on his party was too loud. What? What? I can't hear you. But this time, Mr. Heffley came into the room, and Greg didn't notice him standing in the doorway. I can't hear you. Mr. Heffley said he didn't want one more peep out of us, and then he left the room. We were both quiet for a long time, but then Greg tried to get me to laugh, and I almost did. Peep, peep. I was kind of glad had we had to be quiet because I was getting pretty sleepy anyway, and I wanted to go to bed. I told Greg I need to brush my teeth, but he said too bad the force field was still on and I was trapped in my half of the room for the whole night. So I asked Greg if he could just turn off the force field for a little while so I could brush my teeth, but he said once the force field is turning on, it stays on till morning. Then Greg went to the bathroom to brush his teeth, 
and came back to the room after he was done. Minty. That's when I remembered I need to use the bathroom before I go to bed every night so I don't have any accidents. But Greg said I was just going to have to hold it till more in the morning. I said I couldn't make it all, all the way to the morning, and Greg said that wasn't his problem. I said if Greg didn't shut off the force field, I was going to have to pee in the Chewbacca mug on the table next to Greg's bed. Then he told me he had an invisible knife that could cut through the force field. Greg showed me how the knife worked into the force field next to where the mug was. Then he reached through the hole and grabbed the mug. I asked Greg to cut a rolly-sized hole in the force field so I could get through to the to use the bathroom. But Greg said his knife was on invisible batteries and they got used up when he made his hole so I was out of luck. Then Greg started talking about all sorts of things that made me feel like I really needed to use the bathroom. Finally, Greg got tired and he fell asleep. I thought about trying to sneak past him, but I was worried he was just faking it and I was going to get zapped. But after a while, I fell asleep too, but I woke up around 6 in the morning feeling like I was going to burst. I didn't care about the force field anymore, but I was worried that if I used the bathroom, I might wake up Mr. Heffley. But I should have just used the bathroom anyway because Mr. Heffley was already up for the day. Luckily, Mr. Heffley didn't look up in time to see me in the window, and when I he got back to Greg's room, I was already back in bed. I fell back asleep after a while and got up when Mrs. Heffley said it was time for breakfast. After we ate, I got my night action figure from Greg's room, but I couldn't find it anywhere. But Greg said he didn't know what happened to it, and Mrs. Heffley said he had to help me look for it. So the two of us searched Greg's room, but it, he wasn't all that helpful. I guess Mrs. Heffley thought Greg was hiding the action figure from me because she said if he didn't hand it over in two minutes, then he was going to be in big trouble. Greg said he needed to use the bathroom, but then he'd keep looking for my action figure after he was done. But I noticed he had something in his hands when he went in there. Greg locked the bathroom door, and Mrs. Heffley told him to come out right this instant. But when the toilet flushed and Greg opened the door, there wasn't anything in his hand anymore. Mrs. Heffley made Greg give me three. Greg give me three toys, and this time I picked up the ones that weren't broken. My mom and dad came out and got me just before lunch, and boy, I was glad to see them. And P.S. If you want to know the answer to the knock knock joke, it's elephants watch television. The Adventures of Greg and Rolly. I'm pretty much up to date on Greg's life, so today I showed Greg what I wrote so far. I thought he would like it, but he was mad. Greg said this book wasn't supposed to be was supposed to be about him and not about me. I told him it's hard to write about just him because we do most because most of the time we do stuff together. He said I need to go back through the book and take out all the stuff with me in it. I told him that would be dumb because the book would only be like one page long. I said maybe we should change the title to Adventures of Greg and Rolly and it could be our biography. Then I said since there's a lot of scary stuff in the book, we could make it into a spooky series where two pals solve mysteries. We could make a lot of money and we'd both be rich and famous. Greg said that was the stupidest idea he'd ever heard. He said the book is about his life and he wants to change the name of Greg's best friend to Rupert and then he wouldn't owe me anything. Plus, he said Rupert really. 
said he'd make Rupert really dumb and drooling all the time. Then Greg told me the book smelled funny anyway, and he brought it up to my face to sniff it, and he closed the book on my face. So I said, well, what was that for? And Greg said that was what I got for dropping him in the puddle. Then he said he got me back when I at least expected it, and I guess he was right about that. But I was pretty mad, and I whapped him with his own biography. Well, I guess Greg wasn't expecting that because he lost his balance and fell in a big puddle. Anyway, I'm up in my room now, and I am hoping Greg's mom calls him home for bedtime soon because he already skipped dinner. I'm glad all that stuff happened today because it gave me a whole new chapter of our biography. I'm sure we'll be pals again tomorrow and that we'll have a bunch of new adventures that I can put in here. And I'll bet it, if we go with my idea about the scary stuff, it'll sell a million copies. The spooky adventures of Greg and Rolly. But if Greg changes my name to Rupert, I just want to say for the record that he wet his pants at that first sleepover too. Okay, now back to this being about me. Well, if Greg's not happy with his biography, then it can go back to... Then I can go back to using this journal to write about myself. So so I'm officially the main character of this book again. And from now on, this thing is just going to be about me, Mom, Dad, and I might mention Miss Beck one more time. If there's enough room. Speaking of my Mom and Dad, after my last fight with Greg, they came into my room to talk about it. Rolling... Maybe it's time you make some new friends. But I don't really think I can add any new friends because Greg takes up so much of my time. I know Greg don't, me and Greg don't always get along, but Mrs. Heffley said sometimes friends get on each other's nerves. Well, me and Greg get on each other's nerves a lot, so I guess that just proves we're best friends. I told you it was going to be bad. And that's the end of our book. So... I am going to, I'm not going to be posting anything else this week, but I will see you next time, next week for our silly, funny, and embarrassing series. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Chloe and Ava Stories. Again, give us a few stars, subscribe, give us a helpful review, or just tell your friends and family about our show. We post every day of the week, so we'll see you next time on Chloe and Ava Stories.